0: This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com.
1: Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch. The The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com.
0: That's
2: 818-965-9113, Reluctantly crouched at the starting line, engines pumping and thumping in time, the green light flashes, the flags go up, churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank, fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Distance. But he's, he's going, going for, for speed. speed. She's all- Welcome back. He's by something he cannot okay.
3: <laughs> we had a little bit of a technical difficulty there. I don't know how much of the clip we got through. But uh, there are a couple more I wanted to play. Maybe that uh, the excerpt from the Chad Wright interviewing John Lovell, Is There Still Hope for America? The politicizing of everything. Politics has uh, gobbled up everything else, everything there is. Now all there is is politics. John Lovell said it. And, you know, he goes right into the example of the weather. Anyway, I I guess we can't play those. Uh, So we won't do that right now. But, you know. Those are great clips. The Walter Williams clip, uh, there were actually three that I wouldn't mind playing from the video, YouTube video, Walter Williams, Why the Founders Did Not Want a Democracy. And you heard him talking about the fact that any politician who would rigorously live up to his oath of office – To uphold the and defend the Constitution. He said he he would not get elected to office by the American people because politicians reflect reflect the values and views of the American people. Those who elect the the elected officials to office. And, you know, he gives an example James Madison, you know, and so all of this benevolence in the Madisonian example that you see in the federal budget, you know, again, I mean, I mentioned the insanity uh, in Ohio, introducing legislation, HB uh, 348 in this case, to establish a pilot program to increase student attendance and graduation rates, through financial incentives, they say they will pay children, parents, and children to attend school. That, I mean, that should tell you something about what's going on here, the state of things. Does the lack of attendance have anything to do with what happened over the last four years, for example? It's, it's astonishing how if you don't pay close attention and you allow the snapshot soundbite culture to infect your mind, then you know maybe you hear, well, we have a shortage of first responders. First of all, what's behind that term, first responder? It's a very weird turn of phrase. You know, All animals are special. Some are just more special than others. The Marines say every Marine is special. I don't know. Um, we have a shortage of first responders. Well, how was it created? There were a bunch of folks who said no, no thank you to the forced stuff over the last few years. And then there were, you know, in some states, fun states like Washington, uh, they were – what What is the soft term, the disingenuous Orwellian term? They were fired. You have a choice. I mean, can you imagine threatened with your job and even your career in some cases? That is sinister. It's unbelievable, the Machiavellian level of politics. Everything is political now. Threatened with your job or career. You will. Self-harm. Or lose your job. Maybe your career. That is insane. Military. Law enforcement. EMT. You know. Fire department people. The first responders. So to speak. You know. Frontline. And now there are. You know, there are two two VAERS systems apparently, and you know, there's an explosion everywhere of VERS reports, and you know, people trying to sue, suing and trying to sue, and um, endless articles from people like Doctor Peter McCullough, and they, you know, the articles may as well just simply say "Told you so." so all these people you know were threatened you either self harm or lose your job lose your career and then we hear in those states that forced people to either self harm or lose their job maybe their career then all of a sudden ah we have a shortage you know and along the way also there were those who chose to self harm to keep their job slash career and some of those people died. So now we have a shortage. Those who would not self-harm, we fired them. And some who self-harmed, well, they died. But, you know, we have a shortage. Hey, we're hiring. No, it's you, you don't have a shortage. You created a shortage. There was a a culling, you know. There was a purge, and it's ideological as much as anything. How do the good people, you know, how do we keep them in positions of authority, so to speak? When this kind of thing happens, you will be forced to either self-harm or you will be fired. It starts with each one of us, and I think... In my opinion, and John Lovell spoke to that in the interview with Chad Wright, you know, I think it starts and, you know, uh, Chuck Baldwin recently and and in the past has spoken to it. It starts with the Bible-believing folks because that's, you know, is there a better place to get the hard line of Do's and do nots. You know, you can get into the specific and the weeds on the details and stuff like that, but I would go to Romans 7, called to live by the spirit of the law, not the letter. And if we want to get, uh, if we really want to get crazy, then, you know, a couple of things. Romans 14, you know, to... Whatever is not of faith is sin. And James four to him who knoweth to do right and doeth it. Oh, you know. What are you, are you talking like, you know, Christian crusades and that kind of stuff? No, I opened today. Jesus said it. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. This goes a long way. Grace and mercy. You know, James talks about how mercy triumphs over judgment. Be careful how judgmental you are. Some of us, some of us are, you know, have a tendency apparently to be more judgmental than others. We need to be careful because, you know, by the same measure, it will be meted out unto you. So, you know, maybe we should be gracious and merciful to a fault before we jump to conclusions. Which is why in my prayer I said that unrepentant evildoers be wrought swiftly to justice. Sometimes being confronted with the error of our ways is enough. However, in today's Bernaysian society, it's difficult to convince or persuade people that they've been persuaded wrongly. Speaking of the Pledge of Allegiance and things like that, it doesn't mean what you think it means. It wasn't, I mean, do we ask questions about these things? Speaking of the attribution problem, goodness gracious. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Had a conversation recently. This might be too much, I don't think so. had a conversation recently with a friend about you know the Christian line in the sand. Do you you know because two a is is a is a hotly debated discussion these days it's going to get hotter over the course of this year there's you know we don't even have the strategy of tension stuff going on. That we've had historically. It's just naked grabs at this point. In the leading states for that, and I think it's also important to remember that there are no blue states, there are only blue cities. Because in each of those so called blue states, if you dig down into the weeds of the numbers, there are lots of red folks apparently in those blue states, those so-called blue states. No such thing. And the city, you know, you listen to guys like Jacques Ellul, the meaning of the city, that that's the purpose of the city for Pete's sake. No wonder the Club of Rome types want to drive everyone the, you know, the ghost of um, Maurice Strong, you know, and everybody else for that matter. Want to drive people to the cities. Rewild the, the interior, the entire interior of the North American continent. Because <clears throat> people are not only the easier to control and manage that way, but there's a certain religious mindset that accompanies the city. It's the Genesis 11 mindset. Sadly, that's the reality. And uh, you don't have to look far. Look at every city. Look at every major city in America. They are the epicenter of this, you know, so-called blue state nonsense. Genesis 11 versus, you know, when people get out of those cities. And what, what happens when things get bad? Everybody flees from those places. They go to somewhere less densely populated. Speaking of, uh, you know, the universe 25 utopian experiment, population density, stack and pack is not your friend. And I still remember you can go to news with views. And see his articles. I still remember Derry Brownfield on his broadcast talking about that. Population density. Not good. It will create the kind of uh, behavioral sink and uh, societal collapse that you see in the example of Universe 25. The utopian Rad experiment that turns out to, you know, not be, not be so utopian. Turns out to be not so utopian. So, you know, I think, I think that's it really. We just sum it up, read the Bible, pray. As I always say, you know, get the secret decoder ring, first Corinthians two, because the Bible is foolishness to the natural man. To the natural man, it's foolishness, he doesn't doesn't understand it. Spiritually appraised, spiritual thoughts, spiritual words. If you don't start with the Holy Spirit, then you end up becoming a you know, a philosophizer and an intellectualizer, like a um G. Stanley Hall or a William James or a, um, you know, so many of those guys that try to translate these things to terms that they can understand rather than going to the, you know, the author of the book, so to speak, which is where they should go. Rather than trying to intellectualize those things, anyway, it's 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 uh, it's interesting what's happening. Speaking particularly of the attribution problem, what if we swore off talking about subject matter we cannot definitively triangulate? Speaking of the weather, you know, is it really climate change? Yes, weather modification is. Uh, possible. I mentioned that yesterday. Yellowstone Club becomes first ski resort in Montana to turn wastewater into snow. I should, maybe I'll read from that again. I didn't finish the excerpts yesterday uh, when I mentioned that, but you read the article, it's astonishing. 25 million gallons of wastewater, they want to turn into snow annually. And they want to put signs up that say, don't eat the snow. You can't make this stuff up. This is where we're at. What happens to the folks downstream from there, by the way? Do they not? They're not supposed to eat the snow either. I don't know. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break.
0: That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern
2: needs. Support those that support the network. Support DixieRepublic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
3: back it's interesting speaking of uh media manipulation of people's minds and the kind of the infecting of our brains with these ideas if you watch um you know the lee child stuff or whatever you know the jack reacher stuff the depiction of uh jsoc forces is usually uh not in a positive light interesting how that happens and here's a controversial statement I'll come back to maybe in the future. I've been thinking lately, you know, if you're in, in trouble and you need help, you, you know, this is a particular context. If you have to look, you know, find a Marine like Jeff Cooper or Ronald Arley Ermey or Smedley Butler, you know, one of those kinds of guys. Not like a Ray Epps, not like an Ollie North. And that's, you know, it's interesting if you look around, you search for, do a a web search for famous Marines or celebrity Marines. You'll see a lot of, you know, folks like Drew Carey that you didn't know uh, were Marines. But I think it's interesting that, you know, someone like Jeff Cooper should top the list. Someone like Smelly Butler should top the list. You don't see those two, hardly ever. You also don't see Ollie North very often, hardly ever. So. Interesting. For whatever reason, I don't know. Anyway, back to the article, just to conclude today's broadcast and the insanity that we are confronted by in America. I mentioned this article yesterday, but I'll finish from from this. The Yellowstone Club becomes first ski resort in Montana to turn wastewater into snow. I talked about this on Mondays with Mitzi yesterday, but. To finish the thought from the article, in 2020, the Yellowstone Club applied for a permit to, uh, from uh, DEQ um, to expand that 2011 pilot program into a permanent snowmaking operation on uh, Iglis Mountain. The following year, the state issued a permit allowing the Yellowstone Club to turn 25 million gallons of wastewater into snow annually. Two years and $12 million later, the new system began making snow last November. This article was published uh, January 19th, 2024. So last November. Congratulations, Yellowstone Club. Something's happening on your head and someone's telling you it's snowing. Under the current plan, 80% of the recycled water is coming from the community of Big Sky. And 20% is coming from the Yellowstone Club. As part of its permit, you can't make this stuff up. As part of its permit, the Yellowstone Club is required to erect signage warning visitors not to consume the snow. Mommy, why is the snow yellow? What happens to the folks downstream from there? Just curious. I'm sure it won't leach into the groundwater or anything like that, right? The Gallatin River and things like that. Anyway... The insanity that we face, and so much of it is voluntary at a certain point. I hope it was informative. As always, it truly is an an honor and a pleasure. Please pray for one another and support the network. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side.